Hey everyone, welcome to the Acrobatic Arts Podcast. I'm Loren, and I will be interviewing some of the top leaders and innovators from the dance and acrobatic industry. If you are a teacher, performer, student, or a lifelong learner like myself, you are sure to find these episodes intriguing and full of inspiration. Acrobatic Arts is passionate about providing current and relevant information for everyone. So please, sit back and enjoy as we share our passion with you and the world. Welcome to the very first episode of the Acrobatic Arts Podcast in 2024. We are thrilled to kick off the new year with an incredible guest who has made a significant impact in their field. Today, we have a true trailblazer, the CEO and founder of Acrobatic Arts, and an expert in the acro dance industry. This guest brings a wealth of knowledge and experience that will be sure to make our conversation insightful, engaging, and thought-provoking. So without further ado, let's welcome Mandy Yip to the show. Thank you for joining us today, Mandy, and Happy New Year! Happy New Year, Miss Loren. I'm so excited for 2024. It's going to be a great year. Mandy, you have not only achieved remarkable success creating the Acrobatic Arts Company, but you also inspire and influence teachers and students daily with their acro goals. Reflecting on Acrobatic Arts' journey in 2023, could you share some of the most significant accomplishments or even highlights from the past year? Sure. We had a really amazing 2023. It was the biggest year ever for acrobatic arts. And so there were lots of really wonderful things that came with that. Uh, One of the exciting things that I saw happen was the addition of five countries that we didn't have in 2022. So Portugal, Hungary, Israel, Zimbabwe, and Indonesia all joined acrobatic arts for the first time in 2023, which was very exciting. We launched our new website at acrobaticarts.com, which allows teachers much faster access to all of the resources that we have available for them. And it's just a lot more organized as well for both our current members and people who are interested in getting involved with acrobatic arts. So that was an exciting development for us that we've been working on for actually four years. So it took a long time to get that one up and running. In January of 2020. Three, we ran Accelerate Mini in Australia. That's the first time that we've ever run a event that was for dancers in Australia. So that was really fun. And we had an amazing team of faculty there and we had sold out classes for the dancers to participate in. So that was a really exciting part of what we did in 23. Moving on into June, we partnered with the leader in preschool development, Ready, Set, Dance to create a very special project that I know is near to me and also to you, Miss Loren, called Ready, Set, Acro. And didn't we have so much fun putting that together? We really did. I just love how they've created music that is special for acrobats. It has cues for the teachers so that they can really just press play at the beginning of class and follow the playlists that have been created by the Ready, Set, Acro program. And classes for their dancers to participate in where they're learning both the technique and the foundations for acro, but also having a lot of fun doing it. So that was a fun project. Later last year, we developed a partnership with International Dance Supplies so that we could have logoed clothing shipped worldwide. Uh, We had that in our shop previously, but it was very expensive for our members to access our clothing 
because we were shipping it from Canada to places all over the world. So partnering with IDS allowed us to have international distribution that makes it much less expensive for our members to have access to that type of clothing. So that was another exciting development for 23. Mandy, that is a long list already. And congratulations. Is there anything else that was uh, part of last year? Yeah, we did a bunch of product development within our Module 2 and Module 3 courses. We felt that there had been pretty significant developments made in flexibility and that the content that we were providing had become just a little bit stale or outdated. So we redeveloped those sections for both Module 2 and Module 3. And I think the content that we've created for teachers now is really cutting edge and they're going to absolutely love it. We ran a few of those courses in the summer of 2023 and had rave reviews throughout all of those courses. We also ran Acrofit in July of 2023. Uh, that was a really fun event for students from all over the world to participate in a 14-day challenge where they got to learn some new skills, but also maintain the skills that they had and work on their flexibility, strength, cardio, all of those other important parts of being a solid acrobat. We ran that event again in December and had even more students participate in it. So that was a lot of fun to have that up and running. And then, of course, we were in every city possible when it was summertime for the summer events uh, that run expos and teacher trainings. So that was fun to meet all of the members who were there and new people who were interested in joining acrobatic arts. It's always great to see the people who've been implementing our programming and have them come up to the booth and tell us the stories of how it's really changed the culture of their dance studio and created new jobs for their teachers. That's just such a rewarding thing to hear. So I love meeting with people in those events as well. And then in this fall, there's more, Mandy. Really, how much time and how much thought went into these projects? I can't believe there's more, but continue. <laughs> yes, I it, I told you it was a very busy year for us. So in the fall of 23, we ran an event with Cirque du Soleil with their touring show called Kuza and invited dance studio owners and teachers from the neighboring city to come and listen to the coaches, the people who are in charge of the physical training of the athletes and the athletes themselves, particularly some dancers who are part of the show, as they explain to us what it's really like to be in a show with Cirque du Soleil and what it feels like to be behind the scenes. So that's just a little taste of all the things that we did in 2023. Like I said, it was a very busy year for us and, and probably our biggest ever. That is actually crazy. The list is truly impressive. And as I said before, congratulations on all of Acrobatic Arts' accomplishments. Looking forward to using all those programs. I know everyone that's listening is excited. And if they haven't heard about what you've been doing with Acrobatic Arts, you know, they need to get on the website and check everything out because we have so much to offer. Yes, I totally agree. There's there's so many things out there and so many things that are new. So if you're a teacher who certified with us back in 2019 or 2020, maybe go and take a look at all of the amazing things that we're doing. There might be something in there that's really going to help with your teaching practice. Acrobatic Arts appears to be fully embracing what we internally, affectionately, refer to as its collaboration era with individuals and organizations. How do these relationships and partnerships influence the experience of our certified teachers in their studios? Yeah, it is. I think it is the collaboration era. And 
Um, it's pretty exciting to be able to have the credibility to partner with some of the very best in the industry. That was always a goal of mine. And seeing that come to fruition has been just really exciting for me and for the company in general. Before I get into how that's going to benefit our members, I think what really happens when you collaborate with another organization who's at the top of their game is that one and one doesn't make two, one and one makes four. And we've seen that over and over with all of the different collaborations that we've created in 2023. Ready, Set, Acro is a perfect example of that. We were unable to create the kind of content that they were able to create without us and vice versa. But when we put our curriculum onto their music, it was really magical. And watching how that's influenced the studios and, and how they're using it in their classrooms has been really fun. It's taken off like crazy in Australia and we're seeing those classes just jump in registration uh, in ways that I wouldn't have even imagined. And I think that that's coming now for North America and, and UK markets where we're going to see people embrace that programming and then see how it influences their registration and their students and their enrollment, which ultimately benefits the entire studio. Could you also shed some light on any projects, partnerships, or events that are on the horizon for 2024? Oh, we've got some really exciting things coming up. I can't say too much yet. It's really early and we don't have everything signed, sealed, and delivered. But I do want to encourage teachers to watch this space because uh, in my regular fashion, we have very exciting, very ambitious projects planned for 2024. Mandy, you always seem to have your finger right on the pulse, anticipating what's needed or what should come next as acrobatic arts expands and innovates. How do you balance maintaining the core values of the company while embracing new opportunities and industry trends? Acrobatic arts has always been passionate about making sure that dance teachers have the tools to create really amazing classes and, and making sure that the dancers are safe. Those are among the top of our missions here at Acrobatic Arts. So I think uh, a lot of my time these days is spent looking forward and forecasting where the industry is going, both in acrobatics and in the industry in general. Uh, I think I have a pretty good idea of where we're headed over the next five years, and Acrobatic Arts will be at the forefront of that, I can assure you and our members that that's going to be the case. The collaboration was the beginning of that. We're seeing collaborations in all areas of the industry. So that's been really exciting. And I think in keeping with our core values, we want to find other organizations that have the same values as us to collaborate with. So I'm very selective when we're making decisions as to who we're going to work with, that they have the same beliefs and strategies and values and missions that acrobatic arts holds dear. So that's a really important part of what we're doing. When I look forward into what's going to come in the next five years, I think we're going to see those collaborations develop even stronger. So we're going to see more mergers happen. We're going to see more companies working together. We're going to see uh, more professionalism in the industry. I think that's going to include things like professionalizing the job of teaching dance, including things like having salaries and benefits for dance teachers, where that wasn't the case before. And I know as a young dance teacher, I got asked all the time, what's your real job or when are you going to get a real job? And I see being a dance teacher becoming a quote unquote real job over the next five years. 
uh, legitimizing what lots of people are so passionate about being. And acrobatic arts is definitely going to be part of that. That would be amazing because as you, I struggled for years not having a quote unquote real job. So to see that happen would be absolutely incredible. With Acrodance continually gaining popularity, do you think acrobatic arts will be adapting its curriculum or approach to meet the evolving needs and expectations of the dancers and instructors? In some ways, yes, and in some ways, no. There's something really wonderful about acro in that the foundations of acro really do not need to change that much. So when dancers are learning hollow or they're learning how to do a bridge or they're learning how to do a cartwheel, those skills are pretty set. And we want those dancers to make sure that they have really solid foundations. And we believe that the curriculum we've created in those levels from, I'd say, primary to around level seven are really solid. We don't feel that there's a whole lot of change that needs to happen um, to the foundations of acrobatics because strength is strength and flexibility is flexibility. And those skills really are the building blocks that create the beautiful variations that come in the higher levels. But as we move into the module two work for acrobatic arts, level seven through pre-professional three, we do see trends and changes happening with the variations and how they use those foundations to make their skills look beautiful on stage and to create things that the people who are going to be hiring dancers are looking for. And we definitely adapt to that. We have from the beginning, that's a big part of what we do in module two is we adapt to what we're seeing trending in the world of acrobatics as we're teaching the work. So when you come to module one, you'll learn those foundations that are unchangeable. They're standard, they are solid, and they're probably not going to have a whole lot of fluctuation as we move forward. But when you come to module two with acrobatic arts, you're going to see those trends change over time. And that's why lots of people come and take module two more than once because they get to see new trending tricks that are happening within the industry. We also try to make sure that those things get out to our members through all of the other avenues that we have available to us. So we run weekly minis where we talk about what's changing and trending within acrobatics and what's expected of dancers these days. We talk to leading experts in the industry, including casting directors and people who are actually working in the industry to see what is required from them. And we do adjust our programming to make sure that we're giving teachers all of the tools that are necessary for those dancers who want to take it to that level. Amazing that the acrobatic arts syllabus is staying so current. You know, that's sort of unheard of. And hats off to you for putting in the time and effort to keep that happening. I think it's really important, especially when we're talking about the body. We're learning more about the body every day. And I'm not just talking about acrobatic arts. I'm talking about the scientific community is learning more about how the body works and, and what makes up movement uh, over time. And even in the 11 years since acrobatic arts has been in existence, and certainly since I started as a young teacher, we've made massive strides in that as a human race in learning how the body works. So we've had to develop our programming around that and change it as we learn more about what makes a person more flexible, for example, because what we thought it was 20 years ago, we now know is maybe not the case. Very true. Lastly, any advice for our teacher community? We previously discussed in 2023 on the podcast when you were on the skills that teachers often inquire about or struggle the most with, such as aerials, tumbling, and managing multiple levels in a classroom. 
These topics were central to some of our favorite discussions in the 2023 season. Assuming that these areas remain relevant and with ample resources provided through this podcast, our ACRO minis, and the certified teachers group, what do you think might be preventing some teachers from effectively applying this information in the studio? Great question. I think there's information overload out there in the universe. And so sometimes it's difficult to organize and manage all of the information that is out there. There is no shortage of things like online classes and documents that you can read and books that you can read and websites that you can visit to learn more things. I think what sometimes can hinder the the teacher is the overwhelm of all of that. And I think that's why we do such a great job at Acrobatic Arts of putting together the Acrobatic Arts Resource Center, because that gives teachers bite-sized pieces of information that they can use month to month. So every month, see a new featured piece of content that they can focus on for that month and not feel so overwhelmed with the volume of information that is out there. Um, Having that information organized, I think, is key. So definitely go out there and research all of the things that there are, but keep track of it in, in a way that's going to help you find what you're looking for when you need it. Otherwise, I think it just all kind of gets jumbled up in your brain and maybe on your desktop computer um, where you really can't find what you're looking for when it's time. And you might come to class even feeling like you don't know what to teach, even though you've seen 100 things to teach that week. So those would be my best advice pieces to teachers. I know that that's helped me dramatically. I also try to plan out my year, a full year in advance, so that I know what I'm going to be teaching the dancers month over month. And that helps me as well, because that way I don't come to class and then try to figure out what I'm going to do next and and maybe run out of time in the end of a year or run out of time at the end of the month. So being organized, having better planning, and then the Resource Center really is a game changer. I think that those would be my top three tips. That's definitely great advice for the teachers on how they can better bridge the gap between their training, available resources and translating all of that knowledge into real-time success with their students. For sure, and that's our goal. We That's what we really want to see, Miss Loren, is we want to see those teachers have success with their dancers, and happy dancers, happy parents, and happy teachers is our goal. And what a wonderful goal that is. Mandy, as we bring this special episode of the Acrobatic Arts Podcast to a close, I want to express my deepest gratitude To you, Mandy Yip, thank you for being part of our inaugural episode of 2024. Always a pleasure. And I absolutely love the podcast. I don't tell you all the time because we we don't talk um, as much as I'd love to. But I get to listen to the podcast on my drives and on my walks. And every episode that we have is just awesome. So it's something that I'm very, very proud that Acrobatic Arts is able to produce. And I think the guests that you're able to get onto the podcast and the knowledge that they give out to the to the world is just phenomenal. So thank you for putting this all together, Loren. Oh, thank you so much, Mandy. And thank you once again for gracing us with your presence. Here's to a fantastic 2024 filled with more insightful discussions and captivating guests. And until next time, Mandy, do you want to close it out with any inspiring advice, words of wisdom? 
<laughs> for sure. I think I just want to tell the teachers to stick with it. I want to encourage you to keep working on those foundations, to not get discouraged that that it does come together uh, and and to keep uh, keep your grit and keep your character about you. And I want to express my excitement for what's coming in 2024 and, and just have teachers anticipate how exciting the new things that we have planned are going to be for everyone involved with acrobatic arts. Thanks for tuning in to our first episode of 2024. We hope you enjoyed the conversation and gained some valuable insights. Don't forget to subscribe for more exciting content throughout the year. Until next time, keep your core strong, your spirit flexible, and let's navigate this acro dance journey together. Thanks for listening, everyone, and have a great day.